everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising and small business in the local area. And by the way, it's a great place for people to stop by if they're entrepreneurs and they just want to know more about the franchising industry. Now, we've talked about a lot on this show over the years, but one thing that we haven't done a whole lot of is have guests like Dave Cohen, who is actually a non-founder experience executive in the franchising field, meaning he's run and led franchise organizations, and we're happy to have you here. Well, thank you. Uh, It's a pleasure and really an honor. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you being here today, no question about it. So... You've been a leader in the franchising industry, and you certainly know as a result, the number one challenge that we have right now, like all industries, is finding and keeping good people, right? Absolutely. That's been, uh, that's be- it's always been number one issue. Uh, the last three years or so has become major issue. So, um, yeah, the better you can do at that, the, the easily the more successful you'll be. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And by the end of the episode, you will have provided us the secret sauce, the crystal ball, and all of the magic for how everybody can eliminate all of their recruitment problems forever, right? Uh, we only have 20 <laughs> minutes, right? <laughs> I gave you an extra minute. It was scheduled for 19. We give you an extra minute. You should be able to solve the world's problems. No issues. All right, fine. Good, good. <laughs> Start a little bit with you. You've got a very interesting, varied background. I I mentioned that you've been an executive in the franchising industry. Prior to that, a business analyst, which is a really interesting combo. But can you tell me a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, Don't know how far back you want to go, but uh, I got my business degree from uh, Indiana University. That's a good place to start. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Uh, Cali School of Business. And uh, from there, I got my first taste of... uh, operations really in uh as a regional manager for about a dozen uh, fine jewelry uh, retail locations mm. so uh that was interesting my you know personally I'd, i've always liked how things work or trying to figure it out right yeah so operations was great for that um from there uh it was uh, became a, an account representative for uh various gift industries uh many of you Know, Beanie Babies and the Thai Company, that was one of them. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, by the way. Um, huh. uh, additionally, uh, you know, so in, in that role, I was able to work with small business owners, uh, Hallmark owners, uh, pharmacies, whoever sold gifts were, were my clients. Yeah. So I got to know what they were looking for, and, and as opposed to uh, maybe selling, uh, I was really more in a position of trying to help them, yeah. right? Um, and, and I found that I got a lot more real estate that way in much larger orders. So uh, that turned out. Uh, from there, huh. went to, uh, uh, as you mentioned, the, the senior business analyst with a, a management consulting firm, which was, to me was fascinating. And, you know, you talk about how things work. This was, you know, I got to go, uh, this was all on site at our mm-hmm. clients' uh, facilities uh, from manufacturing to engineering to uh, service industries to just everything, all kinds of industries. And uh, I would be there for a couple of days, yeah. have some pretty intense conversations and really dig deep into what the, the owners were trying to accomplish, what was in their way, what were their, what were their uh, 
perceived roadblocks and what were their actual roadblocks um, and and then work with them and then uh, you know that so it got pretty intense and emotional and uh, but after a couple of days uh, you know my job was leaving them with a plan forward to success right, right? and then an implementation team would come in and and actually help them execute uh, so when the opportunity uh, came up in franchising uh, the opportunity was actually as, as initially as a business coach. Yeah. And I got to do all those same things uh, with franchisees uh, and those business owners, uh, but was able to focus on one business model, right? Yeah. Uh, which made it a lot easier, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, then uh, beyond that, though, uh, as, as you know, franchise agreements are you know, five, 10, 20 years. Right? Right, right. So as part of that organization now, I can actually be a part of their story and uh, see how the story ends. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or how the story goes. Exactly. When, Not just, well, now I give you the instructions and somebody else will implement it. For that's you. right. Cause that, that was the end of my contact and the end of everything. So I'd leave them huh. hope for the best, but not uh, really have any idea of how things worked out. So, so franchising for me was kind of the best of both worlds and uh, the relationship part of franchising uh, makes it all worthwhile. That that's, that's a personal thing. Not everybody may feel like that, but that's, that's why it worked. I appreciate you sharing that. By the way, while you're giving that background, you ruined one of my best questions, which was how your background helped you get ready for franchising. I mean, you already spilled the beans on that, but thank uh, it makes a lot of sense. Sorry, well, now I have more time to, to give you all the information <laughs> on how to get good people. <laughs> so. Speaking of good people, by the way, so we were talking before this. Uh, you are currently on a relatively short-term contract gig, right? Not affiliated with a specific brand at the moment. So if people have questions or looking to fill leadership roles, they could reach out to you, right? Oh, a- absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So right now uh, I'm on a, a relatively short-term consulting project, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that's what I like to do. A- again, it's, it's finding out, figuring it out, and then uh, helping uh, get past it. So nice. yeah, absolutely. I- I'd welcome any calls, uh, questions. Uh, if you want to talk about your specific brand, uh, happy to do that too. Thank you. I appreciate that. And our audience knows they just hit our QR code and that'll give us the contact info. We'll get you in, a ho- we'll get you in touch with Dave if you're interested in Perfect. learning from a seasoned franchise executive. <laughs> Perfect. Or learning with a seasoned franchise executive. Thank you. Yeah, and that's important. I learn a lot. Uh, still have it. You know, it's part of becoming kind of a lifelong learner. Uh, you have to have that curiosity um, to, to help, actually. You got you to know what people are trying to accomplish before you can help them do it. It's like you've listened to my podcast. Yeah. yeah once or twice. <laughs> so I've got some very specific questions. Given your unique niche that we haven't done a lot with as far as interviews on this show, I've got some very specific questions I'm going to make sure we cover here. The first one goes to something that you started talking about there in the intro, and that is you've been in the midst of and leading franchise organizations, Right. Maybe not there the day the founder founded it, but coming in right. and helping these organizations grow and, and maybe grow from small to medium to big. My question is, what are some of the core elements of building the right kind of culture, a culture that's based upon mutual respect between the franchisor and the franchisee? What are some of the things people should know if they haven't been around the block as long as you in franchising? Um, that's a great question. Um, it, it, 
it's a big question because, <laughs> you know, the, the answer to that really is ultimately defines a, a successful franchise network or not, um, or at least a, a pleasant one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it, it has to start, uh, you know, I think franchisees or candidates come to a franchise uh, organization um, looking for leadership. Right. There's yeah. a, they want to be in business, but you know, the franchisor has, has figured it out, figure out whatever their concept is. Here's, here's what you do. And, and that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, well, I know you do personally very well, uh, but one of the, the real values of a, that's a franchise broker or a business broker, uh, the huge value in that is you're able to, you, you know, the culture of a franchisor. Yeah, you know that business and the people personally, uh, as well as your candidate. You take a lot of time to get to know them, get to know what they want. Your, your curiosity, you ask the questions, okay. right? Yep. And if if you, you can get a good match there, you, you know the same uh, uh, values, if nothing else. Um, that's huge, and the odds of success just skyrocket when that happens. Um, the relationship itself has to be built on uh, a real solid base of trust between the franchisor and franchisee. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, just nothing's going to work yeah. and it's not going to be pleasant. So uh, the the franchisor has to understand the franchisee or the candidates coming to them for leadership, mm-hmm. right? What do I do? How do I do it? And uh, in in fairness as well, right? Uh, franchisor has to understand empathetically what the, the franchisee is going through. Right. Right. It's a big, big leap of faith. You know that from both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Um, big leap of faith that, in fact, what I'm going to tell you works, right? Right. And, and I just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, uh, you have to understand that There's a lot of these people have risked their life savings, Right, their their futures on on this concept, so uh, that's really critical. Um, the one thing I'd want franchisees to know, mm-hmm. the category relative to this trust, there is nothing more that a franchisee or a franchisor wants than their franchisees to be successful. Yeah, that is the number one goal. Now, as a franchisee, it may seem like they don't always make the right choices towards that. And, and nobody's perfect. So, but you got to understand that that's the real, that's the real driving factor. So, uh, trust, I guess is a short answer to that very I, long answer I just gave you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Well, you wrapped it up nicely with trust and you gave me a good segue to the next question that I wanted to ask, which was, if you think about some of the experience without naming names, think about some of the experiences you've had in supporting franchise owners, cause that's a lot of what you've done, right? Is help sure. them grow their businesses. Can you think of a particularly fulfilling moment, uh, an illustration of, you know, moments when you? Yeah. Um, well, many, I guess, is, is, is the answer. I, I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you rehearsed but, for the question. Yeah, well, uh, no. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, that's a big question. That's why I've enjoyed it so much. I mean, the, the whole idea, you know, again, I started as a business coach and performance consultant and then director of franchise support. Mm-hmm. And through all of that, there's a, a large element of, of coaching, right? And it was very important. And uh, thankfully, uh, my uh, 
franchisor felt agreed with it yeah. and actually uh, sponsored us through uh, business coaching. So I'm actually a registered corporate coach um, that knows how to do that. But the, the fun is, is getting through, right? When you see the light bulbs go on, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're able to help somebody get unstuck, so to speak. In well the, said. Move. That, that's huge. And, and uh, that's really the most rewarding. There, there's all kinds of things that, you know, I'm proud of and you work on different projects and you get them implemented and help the, the network adopt you know, and, and have high adoption rates and, and everything like that. But um, when you can actually impact somebody's life to help them get to, to where they want to be, th- that's just a, you know, gives me chills. That, that, that's just a yeah. cool thing. So uh, there's any number of things, but, you know, specifically, I guess if you, if you, you know, you're able to kind of work through uh, on a business level anyway, uh, explaining how to use your P&L to manage your business, mm-hmm. right? How, how to identify, uh, am I making money? Am I not making money? Uh, I make, is that important? Uh, typically. Okay. Yeah, I, I think right. so. I don't think they disclose that in the franchise disclosure document. Uh, I know it's not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not guaranteed, but, but anyway, but understanding the difference between, you know, your P and L and your, your cash flow statement or your cash flow projections, um, understanding the levers to pull that are going to move the needles in your business. And, mm-hmm. and when you can get that kind of understanding and, and buy in, um, that's a big deal. Uh, one of the, th- the things I relished the most anyway was working with, with people um, and earning the, the position in their lives as, as a trusted advisor, right? That's, uh, I don't take that lightly. That, that's, you know, when someone calls me and, and says, you know, Dave, um, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? You know, what am I missing? What, what, mm-hmm. You know, or, or, you know, what do you think? That's a big deal that uh, I, I take a lot of pride. I'm very appreciative of that. And uh, like I said, don't take that lightly. So yeah, that's one of the most uh, rewarding, I guess, to answer your question. Thanks for sharing that. Oh. Uh, and obviously that's what's kept you in the field. Absolutely. Of franchising. It, it's those, it's that, it's those relationships, uh, many of which uh, become friends. Uh, you know, they started as franchisees and we work together and, um, you know, they've come to my kid's wedding and, and I've attended theirs and, and it, it's, it, it's very neat. So, yeah. Yeah. You keep answering all my really good questions all at the same time. So I don't know. I have to cut this one short. <laughs> I, I, I can talk for quite a while. So I do have a question for you. I yes. mean, you, you may have kind of answered in a way, but I think it, it's worth repeating. And that is if you're training somebody who's new to the roles that you've been, if you train somebody who's new to being part of a support team within a franchise headquarters, right? So they're at the franchise or office, they're going to be part of the team that's helping independent franchise owners be successful. What's one or two things that they all need to know on day one, those new folks? That's a very good question. This is a very short answer. So <laughs> I, I believe. I'll we'll believe say, it when I hear it. Right? <laughs> Um, this is what was told to be. Yeah. Okay. When I first started in franchising as, as a business coach, right? You've got people that have been in business again, five, 10, 20 years mm-hmm. or more, right? Yeah. They've been doing this. They know the ins and outs and they know everything about the business. They know about the network. They know about all this. You've got someone like me, someone brand new coming in the first day and you've got about five minutes 
and that's a lot, to establish rapport, introduce yourself, establish rapport, establish credibility, and demonstrate that you're going to actually be able to add value to them, that there's a reason they need to continue talking to you, mm-hmm. right? That's tough. So my advice in that case and the training is you got to be really prepared for that first call. Yeah. Um, whether it's outgoing or incoming, you need that. You need to know all about them. You need to know that's your, your goal for that call is to be able to demonstrate value and uh, win them over. And for the new franchisors, part of what I'm hearing is maybe not release a new employee onto the phones with experienced franchisees on day one, huh? Um, yeah, it was about uh, four or five months before they let me talk to anybody. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, they, they were serious about it. They were really good. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, um, I had a great experience. I learned an awful lot, and uh, but that's that's one of the ways to get started. And they were that committed to the support of their, their franchisees that they took that kind of time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is impressive. Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact there are some that would, that would, uh, that would jump it, wouldn't be able to resist the temptation and throw somebody in the phone sooner. Well, it, it's gotten to that, you know, it's gotten closer and closer to that is help is harder and harder to find yeah. going, circling yep. back to what we started with. Um, uh, yeah. So th- that's unfortunate, whether it's in coaching or even on the front lines, uh, in the business, um, Take the time to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Did you learn that at the Kelly School of Business at IU? You're an Indiana, you know, Indiana University grad, them, right? I'll, yes. <laughs> I'll give them credit for everything, but uh, so long ago, I, I don't remember anything from that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Little Five. That was a fun weekend. Right. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good one. What else do you think we should know? Tell me a little bit more about your background because, again, as a reminder to our listeners, um, uh, you're willing to have conversations with folks because you're not specifically tied to a particular brand in your consulting role. Um, anything else that you think is really important for franchisors or franchisees to know, fundamental principles that they really need to keep in mind every day? Yeah, I, I think um, going back a little bit to the earlier question about uh, establishing relationship a working relationship with yeah. a franchisee and franchisor. Um, and uh, I'm going to piggyback on one of your earlier guests on one of your podcasts, actually. Um, one of them talked about uh, creating and establishing uh, franchise advisory councils. Yeah. Right. And he talked about being proactive with those or reactive. And proactive meaning, you know, what the franchisee has a, you know, a sincere, honest belief that, you know, this is a good idea. Right, mm-hmm. we have to work co- to, um, collaboratively. We got to work together uh, if we're all going to achieve our goals. And you do that by partnering with them and planning with them and running things by them, getting their input and feedback, what they like, you know, maybe what they don't like, maybe. And uh, what do you think going forward? Uh, advisory councils—they don't make decisions, mm-hmm. but their input is is just crucial. Yeah, uh, especially for buy-in, right? So, uh, so I really recommend being proactive with that. Uh, if you can be collaborative as opposed to adversarial, uh, which would be a reactive uh, approach. Yep. Um, and I've talked with uh, franchisors and franchisees from different concepts, right, outside of mine. Um, and they, 
both of them exist. <laughs> okay. When I started, and, and again, to give credit to the leadership where I was, uh, bulk of my experience, um, it was not so friendly when, when I got mm. there. Right. Yeah. And to their credit, uh, it, they put a lot of effort, a lot of effort into changing that culture. And, um, it, to this day is, is great. So, uh, that would be some advice to both franchisees and franchisors to, to look at that sort of counsel in that way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I hope it helps. Collaboration. Yep. One last question for you. Sure. Oh. Yep. It's the big question. What do you hope your 80-year-old self says to you? Uh, great job. Hope you had fun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Brief yet impactful. Right. Dave, thank That's you so it. much for being here with us today. Really appreciate you sharing all your experiences in franchising. My pleasure. Thanks very much. It was fun. Good. Good. And thanks to all of you for joining us for another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. Remember, you can hit our QR code if you want to get in touch with uh, Dave here. We'll be certain to uh, take that contact information and then get you in touch with him. And don't keep us a secret, right? So like us, subscribe, follow, and share, particularly if this episode or others are something that you believe can help somebody else. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks again one more time to Dave Cohen professional franchise executive for being here with us and we will see you all here soon on another episode of the heartland franchise guy a huda media production